Hello, everybody. We are those guys you hate. Welcome to the show that encourages you to be your best self by not being like us. My brother and I hopelessly search for nuance as we wade through wacky segments and crazy conversations. If you can withstand the insanity, you might actually learn something. What are you going to be getting into on this week's episode, Tyler? Ryan, after quite a break from this segment, we are back to welcome another international family into the full Denmark. We're saying hello to you. We're back, baby. And why can't rich white billionaires get a break? More on that later. What about you, Ryan? Finally, somebody said it. Mm -hmm. Tyler, on this week's show, P. Diddy or P. Donty, <laughs> you decide. And are chakras real? I still have no idea, but let's pretend on this week's Those Guys You Hate. Excluding hate speech, am I allowed to immediately dislike someone who uses certain words or phrases? Sure. I, I mean, I would suggest that maybe you, you check in a little bit. You don't want to be too quick to dislike someone, but give me some examples. Like, what do you mean? I'm sitting at my favorite bar. I do that from time to time. Mm -hmm. And the man next to me who actually showed up late where his friends were hanging out and he got there and they were looking around for uh, uh, three sets of chairs next to each other to sit at. I said, hey, I'll move over. That's nice of you. Yeah, that's, nah. the, that's the universal code. I always want to offer that. You know, 100%. Hey, the, the chair is open to me. You know, I'll move over. Mm -hmm. He immediately sits down and replies, kind of joking, but I took him seriously. I wouldn't have done that. And then his friend chimes in, nah, he definitely wouldn't have. I guess they were doing that whole fake bully thing. Okay. And then midway through the conversation, maybe 15, 20, whatever minutes later. Are you talking to them? No, 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 no. <laughs> oh, no. I wanted no part of that. Hi, could I, could I get a, another beer on a partition, please? <laughs> and he stands up, looks at his friend, starts to look around and goes, all right, where's the pisser? Ah, I, my, my cackles raised. Sure. Sure. That's not great. What do you, what do you call the bath? Do you say like, I'm, I'm going to go drain the main vein. Where are you at with that one? <laughs> I use snake actually. <laughs> uh, no, where's the bathroom? Okay. I didn't realize that we were in, you know, 17th century France, Tyler. Where's the shitter? I mean, come on, man. What is that? Yeah, that is... Uh, and, and this was a man probably in his 40s, maybe 50s. This is a grown man. We're not sure. talking about a 21-year-old. Sure. Not, not, not that that gives you any excuses, but... How have you made it so far through life with friends, no less? Well, as I've documented many times on this show, I have been a bartender for 20 years. Only one time in my life have I ever seen somebody decline the international language of, hey, do you mind scooting over one? Ugh. Yeah, it was an old lady and she then fell asleep at the bar, but that's <laughs> neither, 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 she had other problems going on. You know yeah. what? I'm gonna give her a mulligan. I Dude, you know what? You've earned it. Stay in that, stay in that seat. So uh, how'd you handle that moving forward? Did you I, I, like try to get out of there or what'd you do? Oh no, no, I mean, they weren't paying attention to me at all. It just brought up this thought of, this is very clearly a person that I don't want to talk to. We're not going to mesh. Yeah, I, I know mesh. two things about you. You have a shitty sense of humor and you call the bathroom a pisser. The pisser. <laughs> I, I want nothing to do with you, sir. I'm intrigued. <laughs> um, yeah, I think that that is fair. I think that there are very often things that people do to let you know, this is my personality and you get to decide 
We're not simpatico here. And I have made that decision. I've made that decision. It's time to move on. Have you ever run into that? Have you ever started the a cusser? Com- no. I like I, I generally penguin walk. <laughs> have you ever just started a conversation with somebody and obviously not coming off as racist or, or bigoted in any way where they just say something to you and you're like, well, I want nothing to do with this person. As I get older, I am trying to be more understanding of people and not be as, I want to be more forgiving of people. I can be a little bit judgmental and, mm-hmm. I, and I realize I do it to myself too. So I'm trying to work on it with other people. So hopefully it filters back in. With that being said, constantly, sure. constantly. I mean, people are constantly showing me sides of themselves and maybe perhaps it's on on me a little bit, but where I'm like, nah, this ain't this ain't gonna work out, my yeah, man. Yep. As and you said, we are not sympathetic. I will like you from over there yeah. because I, I love you as a human, but I don't like you. <laughs> sure. That's a beautiful way to put yeah, it. That's yeah, that's it. I, yeah. I love everybody, but I don't like everybody. Well, welcome to those guys you hate everyone. Those of you that we do love and those of you that we don't like, you know who you are. There's a very small group where those two things intersect. Yeah, two circles that barely touch tips. Yeah, it's like the the circle of friends and the circle of jerks. That's right. Oh, no, those pretty much collide. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome to those guys you hate, as I said. Welcome, Ryan. How are you today, sir? I'm doing okay. Uh, As you said in the pregame, where Tyler and I do a little verbal sparring to get our our minds up and running, and then we, we put it at the end of the show. We went to a wedding on Friday that with open bar, of course, mm-hmm. if, if you have a wedding without an open bar, you shouldn't be getting married. I am still recovering because I have no control. Yeah. 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 First of all, if you do have a wedding without an open bar, uh, your marriage is going to fail. That's not real love. Yeah. yeah That's yeah, not yeah. real love. And you don't like your friends either. One million percent. For sure. And second of all, as you said, yes. And I, and I, we've said this many times and I know this is like a cliche thing to say, but it is so true. The more you age, the more time you need to get over this stuff, man. You, you did pretty well. You, you seem like you paced yourself pretty I, well. I took it easy. You know what? I was very proud of myself. I was there at the wedding. It was a very, as you can imagine, communal event. And from early on, I could feel those ripples of insecurity rising up in me. I could see it in you. Yeah, and sure. I and I know that that alcohol makes it worse. So I made the conscious decision where I, where I didn't necessarily stop, but I did pace myself, and I was nowhere near shit faced by the end of the night. Don't worry, I took care of it for both of us. Appreciate Tyler. you, buddy. I, I, I dare somebody to tell me how many Jack and Waters I had. <laughs> I dare you. I remember looking at that bartender, and he's just like, uh, uh-uh. uh. Mm-mm-mm. And I'm like, I pay your salary. Not really. No, I don't. Not at all. No. But I was pretty drunk, Tyler. Not in the least. Sure. <laughs> well, we could jump right into our first segment. What you got? The way that you made that bartender incredibly sad. How about we talk about it on the depression index? Let's get it. What the Depression Index is, is a machine that Ryan and I built with our bare hands. I did most of it. And we crank it up to let you know how down we are. Ryan, how you feeling this week, brother? Excuse me for clearing my throat Mm -hmm. into the mic. Mm -hmm. It's my thing. Mm -hmm. This week I'm doing okay, man. Um, This week, like I said, uh, I, I got a little bit too crazy at the wedding, still healing from it. I wish that I could... Well, I am working on doing a better job with that because with the drinking, like I get a little bit in me and I'm like, man, I feel good right now. Imagine how much better I'm going to feel with more in me. And Mm. I did have a great time. I really had a very enjoyable communal time with everybody, but there's no need to pay for it, you know, a couple days after. That's just unnecessary. 
Oh, you held it together really well. Did I? Yeah, absolutely. Get out of here. Yeah. See, that's my problem is that the next day after I had to go to you before I even saw you, I'm like worried that I did something bad. Like there have been so many times where I've had a lot to drink mm. and darkness comes out of me. So I was worried to even see you. I had to straight up say to you, Tyler, was I okay last night? Yeah. And as a grown ass man, I probably should not be doing that. Yeah, but I think it's incredibly common would be my my belief. And I wasn't driving, so you know, I, I let it go. Without a doubt. So this week, just very quickly, I'm gonna touch on something that's just been sticking in my head. Self-love, integrity, Tyler. I've mm. talked about it on this show before. You don't just get, is, is self-love just something that everybody deserves? Like, like you yes. just, now you don't have to earn it. You don't have to earn it from yourself. It, you could be a piece of shit and you could be, you could call the bathroom a pisser and you should still. <laughs> well, not that guy. <laughs> not that guy. You better hate yourself, my boy. No, uh, but, but do you understand? Should you have to earn self-love? I don't, I don't like the use of the word earn in this instance. I think it is something that we all must work at and to make you the arg to counterpoint your argument, which is if somebody's not, I'm asking a question. No, no, no. I'm, no. I'm saying if, if somebody's a piece of shit, do they deserve self-love? My argument to that would be if they love themselves, more than likely they wouldn't be a piece of shit. But that's the issue. If you my biggest problem was when I was cheating, when I was doing all those drugs, when I was shady as fuck. God, you were so cool back I then. I was fucking awesome. You were so cool I back really, then. Now, I didn't attract the, the best people, but <laughs> damn did I attract them. Um, I wasn't doing the things in my life that I would respect somebody else for. I had no integrity. So mm. why would I love myself? I wasn't doing the things that would cause me to love somebody else. Yeah. Does that make sense? So well, do you have to earn self-love? It's a vicious cycle because the way that we treat ourselves is the way that we treat others, but it always stems from us. It starts with us, no I, matter what. I think that's a great question. Do you have to earn self-love? I think that's a very interesting concept that we've just posed. I, I don't think it's earned. I think it has. you have to work for it, but I think everybody deserves it. Okay. So I think we're born into this Osama world. Osama bin Laden should be out here loving himself? It'd be really hard for him to do that right now. Why, what's going on? Is he, he, he's, 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 he's dead. What? Yeah. What? Yeah. Why are you so shocked? I really need to keep up on the news. So <laughs> Current events. I need to make better decisions in my life to solidify my integrity, to do the things that I would respect in somebody else. And I am doing those things, mm -hmm. but I just need to make that more of a, more of a, a pattern. And I think that that will, you know, rise all boats as it were. So that's integrity. Check it out. I don't know. I'm not, I'm not like I said. Five out of five stars would recommend. I, 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 like I said, my brain is still in somewhat of a Jack and Water fall. You're doing great, buddy. I think it's actually just in Jack and Water. Yeah, it's yeah. been pickled. Yeah. This week, I am at a five. One, two, three, four, five. Yeah. Yeah. Thank goodness for all that water in that jack that you put in there. I I'll, thought the water was going to save me. No, save you no, but I bet you it helped sure. tremendously. I was as hungover yesterday as I have felt in a very long time. Yeah, you'd probably still be drunk if you weren't mixing all that jack with water. That's the reason why I did it. I <laughs> am a health nut. <laughs> Lose weight with this one easy tip. You're not going to believe it. <laughs> Throw up after you eat. All right, well, for this week's Depression Index, I am actually gonna throw a bit of a curveball at you, okay? So so bear with me here, because I feel like I'm gonna catch you off guard. Get me. For this week's Depression Index, 
Erectile dysfunction. I got that. That's a weird one to jump in. <laughs> for the new listeners, that's something he says all the time. Anytime I, I talk about it, this a, time. anytime I talk about a condition, why would you say it for that one? What? I mean, I thought we were just based on honesty here, Tyler. Now, listen, a couple popsicle sticks, a little bit of duct tape, uh-huh. a weeder splint. I'll, I'm being ridiculous. Go yeah, on. I don't yeah, have yeah, that. Yeah. I don't have that. Sure. I am hard as a rock. Oh, I was thinking the wiener split. <laughs> I can't afford it. Um, that It is something that I do not uh, uh, suffer from in the medical sense. I, I have, It's not something that I've been diagnosed with. I don't have a general problem with that. But A genital I, problem but, with uh, that. But I have run into it, and I think all men have. Of course. With drinking sure. or in, even insecurity can a- do that a- to anxiety, you. Anxiety, one million percent. Anxiety can absolutely do that to you. So I have definitely- Let's normalize it, baby. <laughs> normalize the floppiness. <laughs> <laughs> but you don't like it like this? Sorry. Well, you've just been pushing rope. What do you sure. want from oh, me? I hate that. That's, That's like calling it the pisser. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so tell me more. No, I, I don't want to discuss the, the medical diagnosis itself, but I want to discuss the emotions- that are behind it because I have run. I ran into that problem where I, I went out with some friends a few months ago, and and I ran into this problem where I'm I'm hooking up with this with this woman, and I was so okay. quite the opposite actually. Sure. Uh, I was so shit faced drunk, my body just wasn't it wasn't working for me. And, and 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 am I wrong about this? But alcohol thins out your blood, right? Yeah. Not only can you not concentrate, but it also thins out your blood. That's I, what I tell everybody. I, <laughs> Baby, baby, I want to do this. My blood's very thin right now. I'm I, sorry. I think that this is a huge, and forgive me, I don't, I don't mean to steamroll your story. No, 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 go ahead. I, I think that this is a huge thing. You hear about it so much with older men, but I think there's a lot of young men with anxiety. I think there's a lot of young men with performance anxiety, and the, uh, I think the scientific term is boner pill market nailed it is a million billion dollar industry i mean it is it, uh we can review mm-hmm. it ain't do you know it ain't hard out there for the wiener pills ironic what <laughs> <laughs> okay so you're doing it you're, and, you're shit faced and and no no and, and that was it where i ran into this problem and it really dawned on me the next day how it can emotionally how it can mentally affect the people involved because you have in this case i'm just specifying the guys the men who are embarrassed. There is a lot of shame that is involved. Well, that's your masculinity. It. It's masculinity. Yeah. It's how could I not perform for this person? But to reverse it, there is also a lot of shame on the woman's side as well. There is this. I've, I've speaking to my female friends, two women, where there is this just this internal belief of like, am I am I not good enough? Did I not do a good enough job? Am I not attractive? So one one million percent. Yeah. So I just wanted to bring this up because this was awareness for me in that. Hey guys, it happens, and I understand it's it's a shitty situation. I'm not here to convince you that it's it's all good in terms of how you should feel. Well, it's 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 science. I it's mean, biology. it's not. It, it's not. It, it. And here's another thing to push it out even further, uh, or to stretch it out even further. I guess in this case, mm-hmm. let's say that I have been in a situation where I've been with somebody, and we're getting close to whatever you know. We're 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 romantically involved. And I, for whatever reason, don't feel, I'm not into it. I'm not into it. Mm -hmm. I I just, you know, I don't, I've always been the type of person where I kind of want to know that I can have sex with you, but I don't want to just have sex with everybody. That's a real, you know, physical and emotional connection. And the way that I think a lot of, I I don't mean to gender 
you know, specify here, but I do believe this to be true. A lot of women think about men as, hey, all you want is sex. Mm -hmm. All you want is sex. And now you don't want to have sex with me. What's wrong with me? Where That's not always true. Yeah. Not every man is just that mid 1980s sitcom guy who's just trying to fuck everybody. It Maybe it has nothing to do with you. Maybe I'm going through some crazy shit right now and I'm just not feeling romantic or whatever it is. Sorry that my dick doesn't work. Absolutely. And there's there has been positions that I found myself in where I entered into a sexual situation with somebody because that, I don't want to say is what's required of me, but yep. it has now reached this point. So I can't just say, hey, uh, stop, I don't want to do this. Yeah. Yeah. So now my body isn't, isn't working with me because it doesn't want to do it. And you're running, you're running through scenarios in your mind. Absolutely. So actually I will dismount on this by saying, first say of all, dismount. first of all, we fucking love each and every one of you. Sure. Of course there is shame involved, but don't ever forget that you are allowed to set boundaries. If you are not feeling it in the moment, if you know your body's not going to work with you, be honest. Ladies and That's gentlemen, very tough. So, uh, it's very yeah. tough. Oh, hey, please thank and thank you for saying that. I am not saying this in the sense of like, bro, just do it. It's easy as hell. But I promise you, if you can, dare I say, will yourself to just be honest and vulnerable in that moment, you'd probably be kind of surprised how willing to understand women are because it would take a lot of anxiety off or of men. their or, or, men. or yeah whatever yeah. you know what i right. mean it would take a lot of anxiety off of their shoulders you are now letting them know that hey it's it's not you it's me you know don't use that line that's an I, old line I, I but, do, yeah, but you know that. what i mean it's definitely you i just had this conversation <laughs> with uh with one of my best friends and she admitted to me and i admitted to her have you ever had sex with somebody or hooked up with somebody just because you didn't want it to be awkward to say no have you ever just gone through with it and you're like ah fuck it i'll just do this because i gotta i'm not feeling it but i i can't stop now absolutely sure. i yeah. think a lot of people have and i yep. think that's bad for your for your soul for your soul sure. without a doubt you're sure. you are literally forcing yourself into something that is making you uncomfortable because of the way somebody else may think or feel. Yeah. Be honest. Or, or, or how you may think or feel about yourself. Yeah, 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 yeah. But, I, you, but I, usually- I say good on you for bringing this up. For Tyler. sure. And and usually that is a reflection of how are they going to feel? You know, you, I don't want them to be upset with me. I don't want them to think less of me. I, and I don't want them to feel terrible about themselves. I, I, You know what I mean? Like, like you said, and we're generalizing here, women, I, I've never been with a man to your guys' awareness. Figure it out, bro. Damn. Finger it out. Finger it out. I think that you don't want to hurt this person's feelings. Let like, like you know how they're going to take this by not taking this, mm -hmm. and you don't want to do that to somebody. That feels terrible, you know? Well put, even with the pun. Was it? <laughs> <laughs> so uh, this week, I am going to say, just to smite Ryan, I'm out of four, you baby. Keep doing this to me, Tyler. One, two, three, four. Oh, Jerk. Woo, I may have lost some fingers, but I won the day. That's all that matters, man. That's He's given me the number one, but that's all he's got. So, <laughs> All right, Ryan, do you want to welcome our newest member of the family? Let me hear about Denmark. Tulips? We'll find out together. <sighs> now... This is Song of the Angels. I was gonna say this sounds like 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 you're going into heaven, mm -hmm. and and uh, I dig it. I'm into it's it. It's not bad. It's the Danish national anthem, DNA. And I'm forgive me, my Danish brothers and sisters. The name of the song <laughs> is Der Et 
Udendikland. Wait, say that one no, more time. No, I refuse. No, wait a minute. No. I want to hear that one more time, please. <laughs> Der er et Indictland. Okay. Nailed it, I assume. Who puts a Y in an N, the Y before the N? That is so unfair. You? That's um, so unfair. I, I, we like to critique the national anthems. We're generally pretty positive because we don't want to start any sort of international incidents. I dig it. I think it's very nice. I'm it's not, very, very calm. I'm not even being critical of the national anthem. I'm being critical of the way you oh, guys no, have arranged these letters. So Is I there guess, any umlauts in there or any sort of uh, weird uh, punctuation? Nope. Okay. No, not really. It stands for there is a lovely country. That is what it means in, Very in nice. English. So uh, let's just get into our first. Uh, is, is Denmark Holland? I, I, I'm so bad with geography. I'm sure I'm I'm showing my ass here. No, Denmark is Denmark. Holland is Holland. They're two separate countries. That can't be right. But go on. First, you sound like a fool right now. First, <laughs> shit. <laughs> I, I'm not unlike my this little light of mine last week. I am very embarrassed at that. We are. I'm gonna think of some kind of segment where we can do some type of geography lesson because we have got to up our game here. I'm really smart at certain things. That's not it. Sure. Uh-huh. Well, first, let us say hi to our Denmark family in Danish. Okay, so repeat after me. Okay. Hi. Hi. There you go. Really? It's spelled H-E-J, but it is pronounced the same way as hi here in English. Wacky. <laughs> Wacky. Yeah. First fact. Oh, look at us. We're Denmark and we're so happy. I thought you were about to do a Denmark accent. No, okay. no, no, no. Sorry. Sorry. I, 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 That's it. Uh, what I mean to say is Denmark has been rated as one of, if not the happiest countries on earth according to various happiness indexes. And I'm just jealous. That's where that came from, ladies and gentlemen. I'm what, sorry. Now, what do you think that that's caused by? What do you think that the origin of that is? It's the way that they treat their people. It is social uh, social programs, the way that they lift up the poor, the way that they make things accessible. Their education is even for all. There are private schools, but it is in no way um, the way that it is over here, where you have the wealthy pouring money into private schools and trying to take it out of public. Sneeches with stars, man. That's exactly right. Yeah. Second, Denmark be flat, y'all. The highest point in America is Mount Denali in Alaska. Mount, oh, that doesn't count. That's not fair. That's like a ringer. You know what I mean? It's still America. I don't know. Hey, they may be far away, but they are still in our hearts. We love you, Alaska. That's like when there's like a, you know, like a German woman on the Japanese World Cup team. I'm like, wait a minute. Hold on a second. <laughs> also legal. <laughs> okay, Alaska. Well, it stands at 6,200 meters above sea level. Denali is. is Denali, okay. Mount Denali. 6, I, 000, I didn't know that. 6,200 meters. That's a that's a big boy. That's a big boy. The highest point in Denmark is 170 meters above wow. sea level. Wow! It is an incredibly flat country. That's interesting. Which is wild. It is and it is kind of beautiful in its own way, where you can stand at one point and just see as uh, until the curvature of the earth. Basically, we, we got that. What do you mean? In Florida, we got that. Not the curvature of the earth. Florida, what's the difference? <laughs> Um, well, we have a lot of trash piles and they kind of sure, get in the you way. You got to get on top of the trash pile. What, I mean, come on, Tyler. Is your first day? And third and finally, Lego originated in Denmark. That, that one I believe that I knew. Mm-hmm. Lego, relatively successful. Really amazing. I built my first Lego set like 
six to eight months ago, and I loved it. I think I have this right. Weird factoid bouncing around in my head. Mm-hmm. Lego, the number one creator of tires. More tires created for Lego than any other company. We can review. We can review. Interesting. Yeah. Denmark, welcome to the Menendez family. And that, Ryan, is our international hello. We're happy to have you. Absolutely. Thank you for being here. Absolutely. And, th- and thank you for listening. Absolutely. Yep. Welcome to the Menendez family. Denmark Menendez. Now, Ryan, you had mentioned there was something you wanted to follow up for, uh, on from the previous episode. That it, absolutely. Yeah, please. What do you got for us? Do you remember how I was talking about the new Andre 3000 album that just came out where he is one of the most legendary rappers of all time, does not say a single word, mm. is playing the biggest flute you've ever seen in your whole entire life. Gigantic flute. It almost looks exactly like the piccolo that they made you play in like fourth grade. It's not a piccolo. What, what do they call those? A hey, recorder? A recorder. No, and it way just, bigger than a recorder. No, no, I'm saying it just looks like it's yes. 50 times the size. Well, I saw on the internet, and I could not substantiate this. I could not find that Andre 3000 said this because I looked it up, and it just sent me back to the original tweet. Oh, that's But annoying. it said that, that Andre 3000 said, y'all don't need a new rap album from me. Y'all need healing. Mm. What's your take on that? I, he, I assume, if it is true, I assume he... Uh, uh, sees a lot of what's going on in the world, all the pain and the hatred and the suffering. And and I will say, we growing up in the early 2000s, you had pre 9/11 and then post 9/11. The way the world changed. What What do you think the What do you think that the I mean, obviously, it's such a significant event. But you think that that is the tipping point right there? No, no, no. What I was going to say is that much like we had that there, the way it changed. We now have pre-pandemic and post-pandemic, and it seems like the pandemic really fucks some people up, like like with their anger and their hatred. Why do you think that is? I, I don't know. Maybe in total guess right off the top of my head. I, I think what you're saying is right. Not not just in like people's frustrations, but also in the way that time passes. I feel like after the pandemic, like time is uh, like a whirlwind. Yeah. That could be my own perception, but it just like... Everything just seems to be happening so fast. But anyway, what are you saying? Well, I I think it's a mixture of total guess. The people have always had, there's been a big big section of the the country that has been like against the government and the government can't tell me what to do and all that. And now you have this huge worldwide event where the government is not only telling you what to do, they're saying you're not allowed to leave your fucking home. Yeah. And then on top of that, they, these people who are already angry are sitting in their homes day after day after day, just Doing Depression it. index, baby. Yeah. So he said, y'all don't need a new rap album from me. Y'all need healing. I think that I cannot substantiate. So maybe I'm wrong. He then proceeded to give 80 minutes of flute tuned to 432 hertz. Hmm. 432 uh, hertz. Now this is substantiated. I did look it up. Improves mental clarity, removes emotional blockages, reduces stress and anxiety, better sleep quality, increases creativity and inspiration, and strengthens the immune system. If that is true, if that was done on purpose, that is a beautiful thing. And it is the most Andre 3000 thing ever. That guy just gets it. Absolutely. I I love him with all of my heart. And you weren't able to find the recording, like not even the tweet, but you weren't able to find him playing that that long series of... It's the whole album. I've heard the album. Oh, oh, you're saying the whole entire album is 432. The entire album is tuned to 432 hertz. We talked on the show before about, uh, you know, 111 hertz Mm -hmm. having... 
healing qualities. If yeah. you believe all that bullshit. Yeah. And uh, I just thought that that we're, we're here. We're making fun of him, quote unquote, because he put out an album like that. And then you find out something like this to me. It was just very beautiful. And, and I really wanted to bring it up. Yeah. Who's making fun of him? I'm making fun of the idea I've never seen a flute that big. But other than that, I am all for people expressing themselves artistically. I don't have the balls to do that. I don't mean making fun of him like, oh, you're a loser, mm. you know, whatever. I'm talking about just how funny that situation is. Oh, like, yeah, without a doubt. There's nothing more Andre 3000 than like, hey, I put out a new album. It's a flute. Like, it sounded like a, <laughs> a joke. You know sure. what I mean? Without a doubt. And that is whatever that was. Well, Ryan, let's, uh, I say we jump right into break. We've been going for a little bit now. And when we come back, uh, we'll do the you know, rest of the show. We'll do it. Hey, everyone. If you're anything like us, you struggle with depression, anxiety, isolation, or any number of things that hold you back in life. Or do you procrastinate a little too much? Maybe you've had trouble with self-control or even just going through a tough time. Regardless of whatever it is you're going through, therapy can help. For me, Ryan, it's completely changed the way I deal with my problems. Even the relationship with my own thoughts have improved dramatically. And that's why we're excited to tell you about today's sponsor, BetterHelp. BetterHelp's mission is to make therapy more affordable and more accessible. And this is so important to us because finding a therapist can be really hard, especially when you're limited to the options in your area. BetterHelp is a platform that makes finding a therapist easier because it's online, it's remote, and by filling out a few questions, BetterHelp can match you up to a professional therapist in as little as a few days. It's easy to sign up and get matched with a therapist. Go to betterhelp.com slash those guys or click on the link in the show's description. Clicking on that link not only supports us, but supports you. And we want to support you, too, by giving you 10% off your first month of BetterHelp to connect with a therapist and see if it helps you. Finding the right therapist is so important. Someone that you really connect with. And BetterHelp has made that easier than ever. Switching therapists until you find the right one without having to worry about insurance or any additional fees. You know, Tyler, when I first had my son... I felt so many emotions that I had never experienced in my life. Therapy really helped me figure out what was going on. Well, that is betterhelp.com slash those guys. Help the show by supporting the people that help us. Those guys. Two lovers forbidden from one another. The war divides their people. And a mountain divides them apart Build a path to be together Yeah, I forget the next couple lines, but uh, there it goes You hate Secret tunnel Secret tunnel Guys, you hate, and we're back. We are back. Well, Ryan types into his phone. I'm just seeing how many people have accused P Diddy or P Don't I just, uh, I just have the initial report before I do okay. my get in. So anyway, yeah, they're actually starting to come out of the woodwork. As a matter of fact, ain't that the way that it goes, yeah, my man? Yeah, yeah, it's uh, blood in the water, man. Don't That's be a piece works. of shit. I was gonna say it's. 
I, I, I agree. Well, do you just want to do this real quick? Oh, well, I was just going to have a general, yeah, we can. I was just going to have a general, uh, before we jump right into that conversation, just a general um, belief that I, I guess there should be a statute of limitations where like eventually after like three decades, you shouldn't be charged for stealing that Snickers bar from the from the grocery store. Why, now, why is know? that? Why is a, a statute of limitation? We need to get a statue of limitations in here. That would be pretty I was gonna cool. say, that's a statute, <laughs> not a statue. I ain't paying for that extra tea, Tyler. Um, why is that beneficial? Why? Because people change as they get older. Yeah, yeah. If you do something when you're 18, you shouldn't have to pay for it when you're 65. Absolutely. I disagree with that. Oh, yeah? I, I do. You don't do the crime if you don't want to pay the time 60 years later. <laughs> yeah, think about who you were when you were 16 years old, and now think about who you are now. You're a totally different person. Those are lessons that I never got a chance to learn, Tyler. Maybe we should put you in prison. Maybe <laughs> we should put me in prison. How about that? You wouldn't survive. No, You're... I would be a vending machine for sex. <laughs> well, I guess, we, I mean, on that note, we could jump right into... Tyler, I need you to get into my ambulance. Mm. We're going to New York. P. Diddy! What do you know about him? Well, I mean, he was uh, initially sued for for doing some really fucked up stuff. And, and in a civic case, right? Not in a criminal case. Because I'm, of the statute of limitations. Is that what it was? Yeah. You she, know more about my story than me. Good you on you. You can't sue after so so long, but you can take them to civil court. And, and, and what is he being sued for? Oh, it was... It, well, the woman's name is Joy Dickerson Neal. Mm. Pick a name. That's too many names. Uh, J-O-I. <laughs> what are you doing? I'm. This is a serious conversation. I You're bringing up J O I. That's how she spells her name. Uh-huh. J O I. Uh-huh. Maybe you got some mixed messages there. Sure. Uh, she appeared in a. Is he Diddy? Is he Debt? Is he? I don't care. Puff the Magic Diddy. Don't care. Uh, she appeared in a Diddy music video. Mm-hmm. She then invited her to dinner, where she alleges that he drugged her and then sexually assaulted her. Bad stuff. Yeah. Bad stuff. Yeah, Don't yeah, do yeah. that. Yeah, and it's not just sexual assault. It was, there was like a lot of stuff being well, accused. Well, of. this is the very beginning of it. Because she because she was drugged, she lacked the physical or mental ability to fend him off. Also, he filmed the sexual encounter and showed it to acquaintances. I don't know why. All of it's bad. All of that is bad. That part right there just... Man, that is such monstrous behavior. Mm-hmm. It's all those guys out there that are showing their buddy, like their 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 girlfriend's boobs on their phone. You, stop. You're my douche of the week. Stop. Do, what's up with that? What's, such, the, what's the psychological thing there? Oh, because you want to look cool. Look how cool I am. Look at what I'm getting. You're ruining Dude, it for the rest of us. It is such a betrayal of trust. And it and honestly... It makes you look like an uh, asshole. Unless you're talking to somebody who is as big of a piece of shit in that moment as you are, the only kind of reaction you're getting is, what a piece of shit. I got to get... I bet this guy calls the bathroom a pisser. <laughs> so <laughs> I brought it back. So now other women are coming out. What is it about fame that makes people act in this way? I'm not saying that all the famous people are, but I'm just saying, like, is it just that that you just go unchecked, that you have, you're surrounded by yes men, you're, you're, your bad behavior mutates because there is nobody there to be like, hey, 
Don't do that. Yeah. Yeah. There's it's a checks and balances system. And after you get above the system, nobody's checking your balances. So I and I think now there's three women altogether. That's what I was Googling really quickly before we came back on air. Uh, One one of them accused him of like forcing her to like blow male prostitutes while he like masturbated in the corner. You know that that unless unless you're into it. And if you are more power to you you. and and hopefully you're a willing participant. That's what I'm saying. But if you're forced into it. That's a deeply traumatic experience. I mean, anything sexual is deeply traumatic if you're not into it. That's very true. Um, Well well said. Why why is that? Why? Why? Why do you think that our sexuality is so linked to our? uh, um, It's our. It's our lizard brain, man. It's not even our ego or our which our ego gets involved, but it's not even like a higher form of thought. Our. Our, when it comes to our sex drive, that is about as deeply ingrained as our need to breathe and our need to eat and drink water. And some people more. So some people more. Sure. And so when you start forcing people to go against the grain of something that is so deeply ingrained, you are rattling them on the like the basis of who they are as a human being. Yeah. And then, and it's just there's not a whole lot to say about this other than it's just deeply a bummer. And, uh, and you know it doesn't look good when he could have gone to court and defended himself and he's like, here's some cash, please leave me alone. <laughs> I get where you're coming from. <laughs> I got a thing. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, P. Diddy, it tur- turns out he did. And, uh, and it's just this, you got R. Kelly, you got, you know, that's immediately what comes to my mind was R. Kelly when, when reading through a lot of this stuff where mm-hmm. it's like, this isn't like yeah. rape, which is terrible. This is like human trafficking. Yep. This is like another level of, oh shit, this is bad. And my mind is like, there's somebody else here that I'm having trouble with, but but I they're not coming. Bill Cosby, I guess, is somewhere up in this. Well, you know what's so frustrating? I don't know about Bill Cosby, but what's so frustrating about the situation like R. Kelly or the situation like Harvey Weinstein. There you go. Is, That's a great one. Is this was known by so many people. And until the hammer came down from the rest of the world, that's when people jumped on it. But you fuckers were in the know and just laughed it off, you well, pieces of garbage. Well, with R. Kelly, there was a whole economy around it. Yeah. There was teams of people that brought him the women, that took the women, or or Epstein, you know what I mean? That's well, you shouldn't how it just works. Be doing black guys. We'll do some white guys, too. <laughs> it, it is the economies that keep these guys going, and it's much like we say with yes men around celebrities, they don't want to go against it because they don't want to lose that, that tap, you know? It's terrible. It's really terrible. Uh, uh, you know, there's no way to put it, put a, a seal on that. But it, it, it is interesting. It is interesting seeing all of this stuff happening. But it's also terrible. Our hearts go out to everybody who's affected by it, without a doubt. Yep. And what did Biggie know? With that, let's just jump right into this week's <clears throat> Ryan for this week's oof. And oof is where yeah. where we uh, somebody who stepped in it. Somebody who has stepped in it. Somebody who has had some shameful or embarrassing behavior. And we just got to say, ooh. Ugh. Like P. Diddy wouldn't be an oof. P. Diddy is like a no. Yeah. 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 That would be a hear ye, hear ye. Hear or, ye, or hear ye. Of the week. P. Diddy, you going to jail. No. Is he going to jail? No, 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 not really. He should, though. But if I had a hear ye, hear ye that could actually control that stuff, you'd be going to jail. Or, or just we could just use the statue of limitations. <laughs> are we gonna beat him up with it what are we doing <laughs> i really like that idea ryan please tell uh the people out there who jim ursay is jim ursay is the owner of the indianapolis colts 
uh, international businessman, lover of pharmaceuticals. Is that fair? No, I'm happy you said that. Is that fair? Yes, that is totally fair. He got caught uh, years and years ago in his car. What was it? With with hundreds of pills. That is fantastic. I'm so glad you know that story because we're going to talk about that. When, when I when I hear his name, that's the that's the first thing that pops up in my mind. That's right. He is the owner of the Colts. Now he inherited the team from his father, who bought the team in 1972. Okay. So his claim to frame is just. Have his daddy give him a, a, a nice job. What a, what a, I, I hate it when people do that. <laughs> Love you, dad. Uh, has a net worth of $4.3 billion. That's a lot of billions. A lot of billions. That's a shitload. $4.3 billion. Um, could you imagine how many Percocet you could get for that? A, apparently a car fill. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> like a clown car. That's right. Now, as you said, in 2014, he was pulled over for DUI where he had oxycodone and hydrocodone in his system, which are both incredibly powerful opioids. Yeah. This is the opioid epidemic that we're seeing across the country killing thousands. This is the shit that we're talking about. And that this was not at the beginning of it, but this is kind of like as it was all coming to the forefront, right? I cannot believe that was a decade ago. That's crazy. Right. Yeah, I know. Nine years ago. It's insane. Well, during an interview on the show Real Sports with Bryant Gumble recently, have you heard about this? Uh, no. On the interview, he said that the only reason why he was pulled over and arrested is because he was, and I quote him directly, prejudiced against for being a rich white billionaire. I did hear that now that you bring it up. Mm -hmm. And what, what's your what's your take on that? I mean, there's a possibility that that could be true. Okay. I, I could tell by your eyeballs that you don't agree with me. He also went on to say that if he was just some Joe down the street, he wouldn't have been brought in. Do you believe that to be true? I think that more often than not, it works the opposite way. I would say a 99.9%. But there, and again, I'm not saying what he's saying is right. I'm just saying there could be some cop who's like, I'm going to fucking, it's not impossible mm -hmm. that that's true. But mm -hmm. nonetheless, you broke the law. Like yep. you're, you can't say like, oh, they're, they're, they're coming after me. Because I'm, no, you, you did something wrong. No matter whether you're a billionaire or not a billionaire, you broke the law pretty substantially. Without a doubt. He was fined by the NFL for half a million dollars. Um, and he was like, like suspended for, you know, however long it was. What is half a million dollars to somebody who is a multi-billionaire? I'd have to do the math, but like change out of his pocket. Nothing, right? Yeah. yeah. yeah it's not, it's not much at all. Um, and then now we know that this is true because of the police report. The police report directly states that there were hundreds of pills in the car that had nothing to do with any kind of prescription. You're only saying that because he's a billionaire. And he's white. Yeah. <laughs> I hate that. <laughs> now, because of the blowback, he went to Twitter and he said... This is this is right now. This is current. This was like a day or two ago, whatever sure, it was. I'm sure he fixed it. Go on. <laughs> because of the blowback, he, he first he first said like on TV, like during a separate interview, I don't care what people think of me but apparently cared just enough to go to Twitter after that and say, quote, there was no alcohol and no illegal drugs, which is, of course, a lie. Sure. Sure. So Jim Ursay. So they're good. Like, he's fine that's now. That's it. He, okay. he, he well, fixed it. I retract. I didn't understand the situation. I retract what I said about you, Mr. Ursay. Jim Ursay, first of all, I've never done this before. First of all, you're my douche of the week. Wow. A turducken of a douche inside of an oof. Ouch. And... You getting three of these, bad boy.
And you deserve it. And as always, we all have to pay the price for an oof. You know Do you what I see mean? what you're doing to your community? Terrible sound. Yeah, he doesn't seem like the most likable of dudes. No, no, he's a, I mean, it's, I'm getting super judgy here, so please forgive me, audience, but he just seems like what would happen if you gave a degenerate $4.3 billion. I think that's what we're looking at. Yeah, yeah. I mean, why doesn't anybody try that on me? I'd be willing to <laughs> prove that point. I would eat so many pills. Well, Ryan, what do you say we just jump right into a week in review? Let's get it. <laughs> Tell them what we can, we can review is, Ryan. Tyler and I say a lot of ridiculous shit on this show, and very often we will go back and we will research and we will find out who is full of shit. Tyler, last week I said, what the hell happened with Ashley Madison? Mm. Did I find out? Yeah. Ashley Madison, um, an online website, mm. which was a safe haven for infidelity. Yep. Um, it was hacked. A lot of, a, a lot of, it, this feels like an anonymous thing. You know what sure. I mean? Like, and, and what do you know about the, about the Ashley Madison hack? Well, it was a website that was going for years and they, they still going by the way. I believe it. I can't imagine they're getting a whole lot of traffic. Uh, but I, they, they operated for many years, shamelessly promoting uh, infidelity where they would, their literal tagline was life is short have an affair. That's crazy. Which is crazy. That's it's, crazy. Yeah, yeah. I cannot believe they released my information. Bring bring cheating back into the shadows where it belongs. It's crazy. Um, but yeah, so they operated like that for a long time. As you said, they were eventually hacked and the user base. 36 million strong. Oh boy. I wonder how many of those were bots. I, I'm, I'm, I'm hoping that, that that's 36 million is crazy. It's a lot. Sure. Um, and yeah, and so they were, uh, they were hacked and then the user list was posted online where people could peruse who was using the website at their leisure. And a lot of people were found out by their spouses. People's names, phone numbers, mm -hmm. addresses, credit card numbers, Oof. and even information about their sexual preferences yeah. were posted. And they, they did it in a Robin Hood type way of like, shut this down or I'm going to do this thing. Mm -hmm. and, and for anybody who doesn't know who Anonymous is... Uh, probably my my favorite stuff you should know episode. Just fucking loved all that information. It's like an online group that goes after people that they have deemed as wrongdoers. This is kind of that same kind of thing, like a digital Robin Hood of shut this down or else we're going to release it. They didn't shut it down. They released it. Yeah. Pretty crazy. Yeah. St still going strong. So I'm going to check that out. Strong? It's still going strong? I mean, you think the still, numbers are going are go well? Who knows if any of that stuff is real? Like, yeah. people say, oh, these many people are on here. You never know if that's real. Without a doubt. Yep. Release the numbers, Netflix. I want to see them. Ryan, last week, we asked the question, what caused Barbenheimer? Did I look it up? Yeah, I uh, I also looked this up, so I'm gonna I'm gonna be interested to see what you got. I, I mean, I just did a a uh, a basic perusal of the internet, and this is actually from Wikipedia, so take it with a grain of salt. But it says that the Barbenheimer phenomenon is an instance of what they call counter programming, which is a market strategy in which a tonally different film is released on the same day as a major film to appeal to an underrepresented group. Yeah, where you have two different genres at the same time. So, hey, if you're not feeling this mm. world-devastating movie, come on over here and have a good old time. But not only that, as it said, in their tone, they're almost 
complete opposites. Yeah, you got the gray and black Tim Burton palette over here mm-hmm. versus every pink that's ever been known to man. Versus Oppenheimer. Yeah, that's... <laughs> <laughs> I haven't seen either of those movies, and I would like to see both of them. Uh, I have not seen Barbie, Oppenheimer... Fantastic. I would love to see Barbie, man. I I, I like check it out. I like the concept of yeah. it. I heard really good things about it. Sure. Yeah. Bring down the patriarchy. Well, this is what I got is uh, the first it's because what I the question I was asking is who coined the term? Like, did they put these movies out together and the studio said, hey, we're going to we're going to Barbenheim here. Let's do this thing. The first known use of the term Barbenheimer was in a post on Twitter dated April 15, 2022 by Matt Neglia editor-in-chief of the Entertainment Award website Next Best Picture. Wow, that's got to feel, like, not that it awards you anything. That's got to feel kind of cool. I would put that on my yeah. tombstone. <laughs> Owner of Barbenheimer. Sir, your resume it. has one thing and you're hired. It's a big boy, isn't it? <laughs> Tyler, I asked for the millionth time on this show, are chakras real and can we prove them? Nope. Just drop it already. I need to know. <laughs> now, is it possible that this is just like one of those things where we just don't have the scientific equipment to uh, to prove this yet? Or that we that it is this like ancient information that is basically referencing the scientific information that we already have? Could your could your root chakra be your inferior hypogastric plexus? Nailed it? Nailed it. Oh, wait, I'm supposed to say Sorry. that. Your nailed inferior it. hypogastric plexus. Oh, you definitely nailed it that yeah, time. Yeah, I know. I slipped the first time. <laughs> I I have a deep belief in these things. I have experience with these things that, that make me feel as though they're true. Science can't prove it yet. Yeah, and you know what? That's the thing is that people, and I used to be this way too, where uh, uh, if I can't see it, if I can't touch it, if I can't taste it or smell it, then how do I know that it's real? And really, ladies and gentlemen, even with our technology, our senses along with our technology is so unbelievably limited We're cavemen. when it comes to seeing what is actually out there in the universe. It's so limited. So the answer is more than likely yes. And that's it. We, we, we think of ourselves as being so superior, being so technologically advanced and in 20 years from now, we're going to look back on this as the dark ages. And we'll be right. And, and it'll still be, in the overall scheme of things, at that time, still inferior. Abs- so, absolutely. Yeah. So, Ryan, last week, we said, did Jared Leto yell at a guy in a wheelchair at one of his concerts? Oh, I got a Jared Leto one, too. This is great. Okay. Does that sound like something he would do sarcastically? Yeah. I said sarcastically. I was just nope. trying to give you a no. Okay, gotcha. <laughs> there is a video of him yelling at somebody saw at his concert yep. online. You can find it on Reddit, but I could not determine if the guy was in a wheelchair Stopping everything. I mean... So pretentious. Comes man. off as a not nice man. Yeah. Speaking of which, uh, I discussed Jared Leto giving out gifts on Suicide Squad oh, that's right. that were inappropriate. Has he denied it and other people said yes? Yeah. The original report stated that as he was deep into his role as Joker, where we discussed last week that he, uh, when when portraying uh, an in, like somebody who had trouble with mobility, mm. had to be wheelchaired to the bathroom in the middle of takes because you're just that kind of douche. Oh, you're the worst. That he gifted the rest of Suicide Squad cast with some objectively inappropriate gifts. They included used condoms, anal beads. Wait, wait, wait. How used? Uh, roughly. I mean, you could probably, if you flip it over, you could probably still use it oh, again, fantastic. but they've been <laughs> like your underwear gotcha. and sticky playboy magazines. And he, sticky. he, he, 
It's, it's like one thick page now. <laughs> and he even gave a mouse to his on-screen Harley Quinn, Margot Robbie. He denies it. Dead mouse or live mouse? I don't think dead mouse was there, Tyler. I think it was. Was uh, it a dead mouse or not? A, a live mouse, I believe. Oh, okay. I believe. That's not that bad. I, I, yeah. Sticky, sticky playboys. Yeah, no, sticky playboys. Who's still playboys using doors? playboys? Who's still using playboys? The Joker. Sure. You're not a method actor like you're him, right? Uh, you're exactly right. <laughs> uh, and I like that about me. Well, uh, no, I am. I am all finished. That was fantastic. I've got my last one here very quickly. I it. made a reference to a meme that I had seen a million years before about how. Trees and the effects that they have on neighborhoods. Did I find that meme? Yeah. How much information do you get from memes very quickly, Tyler? Uh, I get references. And then if I if the subject matter interests me, I'll go look up the information. Memes are my Ted Koppel. That's all I need. That's I, I, I got everything <laughs> that I need here. This I'm going to read it for you verbatim. What if I told you there was a single intervention we could deliver in our cities that would cool them during heat waves, reduce flooding, scrub pollutants from air, boost biodiversity, improve public health, and even reduce crime, you wouldn't believe me, but it's true. Trees. Yep. Unfortunately, the more trees you plant, the less room there is to build buildings. Ah, fuck it. We need money. Yep. Fantastic job, Week in job, review, baby. Ryan. That is week in review. Fantastic job. I'm running on, on fumes here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the fumes, Jack Daniels. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> terrible fumes. Well, Ryan, I'd like you to tell them how to reach out and touch us. Go to thoseguysyouhate.com. Go over there. Just uh, go ahead. Snoop around. And, See, you're getting better. There it is. And, and, and just really investigate all of our nooks and crannies. You push all the buttons. Leave us a, a, a voice recording. Get in touch with us that way. And uh, become part of the Menendez family. We love you, man. Well said. Yes, please. And and thank you for all your support. We love you so much. We're uh, we're working behind the scenes to get up and and work. No, we're not. We're trying. Well, we're, we're talking about working. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're setting the intention. But that seems like it's really hard. It's very hard. Yeah. So, Ryan, what's the moral of the story? Just because you have the ability, and I, this is something that I've suffered from in my life, when, when, when you're presented with the circumstances to do the wrong thing. I'm looking at you, P. Diddy. That integrity that I was talking about, making the right decisions, maybe that you're going to derive less pleasure from this night or from this situation. I do believe that that is what helps you sleep good at night. That helps you be a good person. And, and, and P Diddy now, if he had had more integrity in those moments would probably not be going through whatever it is that he's going through would not be the sleepless nights. These, these, these troubling circumstances that he finds himself in. I bet right now he wishes that he had had a little bit more integrity. I, I don't want to speak for him. Maybe he doesn't feel that way, yeah. but but it just, I don't know. It's what stands out to me. I can't imagine. Like I have been on in a situation where, where I've done wrong and the consequences are headed my way. Never, ever, ever on the level of him. Nope. And the anxiety in those situations was detrimental to my overall health. I cannot imagine uh, what he's going through because he has so much more to lose than sure. me. <laughs> and, and as these things compound and we'll see what comes out in the in the further weeks, it just it's a testament to do the right thing. Yep. You know, take the high road. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Take the high road. You never regret it. Without a doubt. Tyler, what's the moral of the story? 
I'm actually, mine has a lot to do with what you're talking about. And I, and it is something that is challenging in the moment, but I guess it's ostensibly take the high road, which is take accountability. We are going to be, we are human beings. We are going to fuck up. We're going to do bad things. We're going to, in my case, I won't speak for anybody else throughout my life in certain instances, do immoral things, things I look back on with shame and, and, and resentment towards myself. But if we can just, no matter what the situation is, take accountability for our behavior instead of deflecting and denying and being stubborn, it really opens the door to just a, a much less stressed life. I pro, I've lived now on both sides and I'm telling you, taking accountability for your actions while scary and tough and just downright terrible it is just an awesome experience at the end of the day when you talk about being a moral and good person. And that's it. And those things really do matter. That's where that integrity comes in. Without a doubt. We are those guys you hate. Be kind or we'll kill you. Red circle. Reds. Tyler, how are you, man? I'm good, buddy. What I'm do, good. What do they do? Uh, not much, man. Just um, trying to take it easy. We had our we, we went to a wedding a couple days ago <laughs> where the alcohol was a flowing. And, uh, and I, you know, I had some. Yeah. Yeah. With those sure. open bar situations, you got to allot yourself a couple days afterwards to uh, to get back to reality. <laughs> Oh, drinking. Yeah. Why have you made me do this to myself? Yeah. Wait, was I, it Homer Simpson who said the solution and source of all my problems? Uh, I don't know. He is one of the great philosophers of the day. And one of the great drinkers. Uh, yeah, he does love that duff. Have we ever seen him drink alcohol? Or has I, it always been beer? I, I think it's, you mean liquor. I think it's always beer, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Puta. <laughs> let's go. Let's step up those. Let's step up those numbers a little bit. I have a question for you. I just had this. Uh, I had one of these weird hypotheticals in my mind. And whenever somebody says, you know, five hundred thousand dollars, that's a shitload of money. What if I gave you five hundred thousand dollars? Would that change your life? Of course. Yeah. yeah, it would make it better. It's not something you can retire on, no. but it is absolutely I think for the overwhelming majority of human beings, it would clear all your debt. And you could put some I like so. you, you could put some uh, away for like a cushion, so to speak. Right. Okay. Yeah. Now I'm going to ask you a hypothetical: five hundred thousand dollars. Okay, well, like you said, and done. Let's do this right now. In, well, you haven't heard the second Don't part. Don't care. This is this actually might affect you more than other people. Ooh. For the rest of your life, when you're in public, okay, and you have to go to the bathroom. Oh boy. You have to pee at a urinal. Yeah. Oh. But you have to pull your pants down to your mid thighs, <laughs> bare ass like a kindergartner, right? At what age are you like? I'm, I probably shouldn't be doing this. I'm leaving myself susceptible here to nature. Yeah, I would say as soon as you're not wearing diapers anymore, it's time to keep the pants on. <laughs> That's some improper daddying for all those kids that are out there with bare ass. Without a doubt. $500,000, not going to change your life like forever, but it is going to make things a lot easier for you. You're peeing at a urinal bare-assed with your, like a, like a, like a little kid. Would you do that? Absolutely not. 
Wow. <laughs> There's not a chance in the world I would do Fucking that. Fucking rich boy over but, here. No, it's not a rich boy. I just, I need, I want to keep my butt to myself. <laughs> <laughs> really? I'm shocked to hear that. Yeah, yeah. I, you know, people can, you know, we're not exactly in prison, but, you know, anybody could sneak up behind you and do whatever they want to you. Credit card swipe. Ins- not, insert the chip. It's not worth the half a mil. See, that's, I don't know. I, I think, like, my initial reaction is like, yeah, fuck it. But I, I'm wondering in the middle of it, Five hundred thousand dollars would be really, really nice. That'd be a great little Christmas present. It'd be great. I, I would just I, the my um, um my immediate move would be to find the most isolated public sure. bathrooms in go. the city. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, 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 that's how I used to do it in high school. Just go find the bathroom that nobody else wanted to be in. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, but that wasn't because you had to go to the bathroom. You just wanted to like smoke a cigarette, hang out with all the cool kids. Uh, no, it's just the bathroom was a traumatic place in high school. Sure. There was it was a it was a scary jungle. You know what I mean? Yeah. I have. Uh, you have anything for pregame? Not necessarily. I could come up with something if no, you like. No, no, you're good. You're good. I I have a uh, I have a bartender confession that I'm going to slip in here. I, I I'm going to put it here on the pregame because it's I, I don't want it to be making fun of anybody. It's just a true situation that I had. Let's get into it. Bartender confessions. So I, I work a bar. Shit happens there when people are drunk. This is bartender confession. So I have this older couple that comes in, you know, and I mean, a good amount older, I would say probably in their 80s, you know, Mm -hmm. and they come in early in the in the day, you know, uh, early bird special kind of thing as 80 year olds are one to do. Yes, they are. And they don't sit in the bar. They sit off to the side, but they're kind of facing the bar. So I. I'm very close with all the people who come in there. It's the reason that I still work a couple shifts is just because I love the relationships there. And I'm very uh, physical with my patrons. I love to hug people. I love to really relish those those relationships. Mm-hmm. It's all that life really is. And this guy, he calls me over and he's in a walker. I mean, he's very, he's shaky. He's a, a whole deal. Mm. And he is always joking with me. He's always like, I see you over here hugging all the women. I see you hugging all the women. Where's my hug? Oh, it's adorable. Yeah, it is. He's like, yeah. you're hugging all of them. What about yeah. me? What about me? And this has been going on for a long time. It's our thing, you know? Um, Do you ever hug them or you just leave them hanging and shaking? I just went shaking, good looking. I, I, I always thought he was just bullshitting me. You know what I mean? So the other day, uh, the old woman that he comes in with, who uh, on the, the count, there's always a balance in life doesn't seem to like me at all just really she's a she's a snippety old lady yeah and she doesn't <laughs> no offense she doesn't seem to be interested in my shtick which is fine we all have taste sure sure so she comes up to me she says hey where you been and i'm like oh well you know this is my this is my side job so i'm not here very often mm-hmm. um she's like i've been calling and asking to see if you're here joe wants to know if you're going to be here and I'm and this lady is literally rolling her eyes at me in a way that would suggest she would prefer that I not be there. As you said, I mean, that is one of the nicest things I've ever heard going out of his way to make sure you're there. While also the news being delivered by this crotchety old woman who doesn't have time for your niceties. She Tyler, you just you just uh, explained it perfectly that she is always just doesn't have time for my schmarminess, mm-hmm. doesn't have time for my schnick. And I thought it was super nice, and I. And, but she was reprimanding me there in front of everybody about how I don't show up to work enough, and she's gonna let me know about it. Uh-huh. So to make a long story short, 
I go over, I see him, he shakes my hand, and he's like, I have a present for you. I have a Christmas present for you. So he gives me a, a little tiny yellow envelope, and it's written on there, keep Christ in Christmas, which is much like the American flag. Yeah. I agree with it, mm. but once you start, you know, waving it around a little bit too much, I, you're, you're a bit suspect. Yep. You know what I mean? It's like those people who are a little bit, as you just mentioned, too patriotic, where it's like, hey, I love my country. What you're doing sure. right now is a little extreme. You're not talking about the country. This yeah. is a different thing. Yeah. Just say you hate black people. Just say it. <laughs> so... <laughs> Nailed it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so to make a long story short, this guy gives me the he gives me the 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 envelope and I just kind of put it off on its own. I'm I'm busy, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So I don't get into it. Mm -hmm. As he's leaving, he's like, Did you open the present? Oh boy. And, and he's like really like shy about it. It's really weird, you know what I mean? And uh -huh. and he's like, Did you open the present? I'm like, No, I haven't yet. He's like, Good, good. Good. So, so it's very whatever. So as soon as he leaves, it's either a nude photo of him or anthrax. That's what I said. It's is, one or the other. Is this a dick pic? Yeah. Is this an old shriveled dick pic? Yeah. So I kind, kind of hoping for a dick pic. Sure. Here. Yeah. yeah. And, and anthrax comes out. Mm -hmm. So I, I, after he leaves, I now have to see it. Okay. So he gives me one of these. Okay. Okay. Nice little religious uh, Christmas card. Sure. Sure. It's sure. got a Bible verse on it, which uh -huh. I, I'm cool with. No problem. Gives me one of these. Oh, in cursive, kind of. Oh, yeah. yeah. And you can see his hands a little shaky. Yeah. Super nice. Yeah. Um, it's a whole rundown of all this stuff. Also, he crocheted me to ours. Car coasters. They're coasters. Oh, They're two are super sweet. How cool. Really sweet. And again, I just want to make sure that I'm saying I don't, I, I'm not making fun of this guy at all. It was super sweet. The card is very nice, very religious. No, that is very nice. And and crocheting, while, I mean, very- I think, I think this crocheting. Very, yeah, whatever it is. Impressive uh, art form, as all art forms are. A very old art form. Not a lot of new crocheters. Yeah. Only yeah. just hipsters who are like trying to do that shit now. That's true. I knit my own scarf. And, and this is either an R or an A. I mean, Joe, come on. You can do a little better than this. No, there's the rounding I'm out kidding, on I'm the kidding. side. You're Damn. doing great. And at the very end, the PS says- do you think now I can get a kiss? Kiss is crossed out. A hug. Hug is crossed out. Or even a nice handshake. And then parenthetically, it says a manly handshake. Ha, ha, ha. Oh, boy. He's so, hitting on you. So my man. question is, do I have to fuck this old man? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. I do. I yeah. do. I mean, if it was only one custom-made coaster, I'd be on the fence. But two custom-made coasters? Yeah, you're going to have to bang an old dude. Now, how does he... Um, rationalize his homosexuality to God. I mean, I, I, how are He's we... He's married to a woman. I don't think they're married. I, I think that she is a beard. He tolerates her. So, barely. Yeah. So, genuinely, it was a nice thing. I'm very appreciative of it. The idea of bringing me in anything is super nice. What do I do when I see this guy next? You're going to have to kiss him. I'm not going to kiss you him. You have to kiss him. I'm not... Give I, him a hug, kiss I, him on the cheek. I No. Why? I... I Man, Will that open the door? <laughs> I have real issues with intimacy, and I don't want to kiss an older man. Do you kiss uh, men on the cheek? Any of your friends or any of your close friends? I kiss dad on the cheek, I think. Uh, uh, not, you paused a, a little of, bit there. Not a lot of kisses, I don't think. Really? I'm going over it. Do you oh. kiss a lot of guys on the cheek? Absolutely. I I, all of my all of my close friends, when I see them, I hug them and I kiss them on the cheek. Like whom? 
Uh, you want me to start naming names? Uh, I mean, uh, this is bad podcasting, but yes. Sure. Give, uh, me, give me a name. I don't believe you're not kissing Daryl on the cheek. I'm not kissing no Daryl on the cheek. I'm kissing Juan on the cheek without a doubt. I can see it. Yeah. I'll kiss sure. Jared on the cheek sometimes without a doubt. I can see it. Yep. A little one on one. Now I got to bleep all that. <laughs> so um, much bleeping. No, no problem with that. I'm just saying have that. I, uh, have I met your standards by any chance? No, it's uh, why don't you kiss me on the cheek? What's up with that? We just don't have that kind of relationship. We and, don't. We're and, not very physical. And it's and a very coarse uh, a face. Okay. That, that beard. No, no, oh, the beard. Oh, the beard. The beard. Oh, the beard. I thought you were talking about the crags. No. <laughs> No, um, no, it's the air. I, you know, I, I think I have a little bit of issue with just intimacy in general, not mm -hmm. just male intimacy, but even we discussed this very recently. I have trouble with intimacy. Yeah. 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 So do I fuck this guy or what's up? Yes. I already said He's yes. He's got the leany weenie. We guarantee it. Damn, dude. Maybe if you fuck him, he'll give you another set of coasters. <laughs> I am building a house. <laughs> Everybody Let, knows you start with the coaster. Let's find out what the internet says. I'm going to do an internet. <laughs> well, I'm going to do a book. Oh. We'll do this, we'll get into it, we'll do a bunch of things, I'll bang this old dude and we'll be fine. Sounds good to me. I'm just going to read you a tweet because I really like this and I think it might open up a door to a cool little conversation before we get out of here. This is a tweet that I read and I loved it. I'm going to read it verbatim. I loved the mainstream media's position is, yes, the CIA did bad things in the 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s, and 2000s, but nobody was ever prosecuted and there were no reforms, so now they don't do bad things, okay, you conspiracy theorists? We've proven that the CIA has done a lot of crazy bad things in the past. Terrible, terrible, inhumane, ethically empty things. Why do we kind of agree that they're not doing terrible things right now. Who agrees with that? I, I want you is to- Is anybody talking about that? Is I want it, you to name who the fool is that said that line. Juan, Jared. Uh, more I, bleeps. Uh, Stop making me work more. Who we could say those names. Those are very common names. You think a lot of people are out here talking? I guess maybe more now than 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 it used to be, huh? Absolutely. Yeah. For sure. Oh, so that was all bullshit what I just did? What what was that? What did you just read? It was just a tweet of somebody trying to be funny. It was the internet saying oh, something. Then th that sounds Oh, I thought it was like a direct quote from somebody giving like an interview or something. Oh, no, this sounds, isn't like the the American news media says. This is the internet says, baby. That These are unfounded rumors and and dumb idiotic. That was that sounds like sarcasm to me then. It is. Oh, okay. It, I thought you were uh, I, see, I went into this with a totally different idea. So wait a minute. You think that people are, I guess, more now than ever, but I don't think that people are factoring in like, hey, our, our government is not is, is is setting us up here. They're they're doing us dirty. We're numbers on a spreadsheet. Yep, exactly right. Yeah, our, our government doesn't actually care about us. They just want us to, at the end of the day, make them money, which in turn makes them more power. This hurts me. Okay, well, internet, you failed me. Yeah. Let's do the show.